What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. My co-host is being a complaining Aquarius right now. Don't mind her. She just I don't first of all. Hey. I'm not a I'm not a complainer like that now. Complaint fish. What you not finna do? I just have very strict boundaries and I don't play by them. You have a you have your boundaries have boundaries. <laughs> they sure do and don't cross them. What's the problem? At least I'm at least I'm sure of myself. Sure. Oh, let me know. Put me on. All right, so welcome to another episode of OD Podcast, y'all. What's up? Um, I hope this episode don't come out late, but I'm going to tell y'all now. I'm, I tell you what, I'm MF and tired. I got to wash my hair for this hair appointment. I need to clean up. I need to do a lot of things, y'all. So it might, I mean, it's definitely going to come out tomorrow. I don't know about midnight. Okay? And it won't matter because when you hear this, you're going to already be listening, which means I'll already be out. So Exactly. Just All right. Apology and go. Period. All right, so let's get into the Black Biz of the Week. I think it's my turn. That was mine. Oh, I know that's right. Because <laughs> I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. All right, so my Black Business of the Week is actually one of my old co-workers. Her name is Robin Chanel. Robin Chanel is a makeup artist turned realtor, baby. She's been a makeup artist forever. She used to work at Mac before I worked there, and I started in 2013. She recently, well, not recently, but I think about two years ago, two, two and a half years ago, she relocated to um, California, uh, to SoCal, which is South California. She um, relocated. Southern California. So, sorry. Say South. I know, but just if you're going to be a Californian, you got to say it right. I learned it. And stop spilling my tea. Anywho, um, <laughs> so, um, so I, I don't know. I, I talk about this every week on the episode about how it's just been so hard for me to find an apartment. And so um, I really have been set on getting a loft because I was introduced to this loft building that had lofts downtown LA that were extremely reasonable. So I, my mom was on that, but they never hit me back. So I ended up hitting her. When I tell you, my girl had me a list. When I say she had the list of list nations, I ain't <laughs> seen none of that apartment. Like she literally asked me four areas I want to list um, to move in, and she said, um, um, "What was my budget?" I told her. She said, "No, ma'am, you need to go a little bit higher than that because what you're looking for, you're not gonna find." But even what she sent me was still in my price range. So I'm like, girl, anywho, but now nah, she said, well, at least she said that right expectations. Yeah, she did. She sent me so many nice places that I just didn't see. I was gagging. Like now she doesn't really do rentals. She did it because we're of our relationship. She does more so like, um, you know, regular real estate stuff. <laughs> so, um, I ended up, she ended up saying, me some I applied to it and I got denied um but that was because of me not her but she did she helped and then I ended up getting approved for the original unit that I wanted they finally hit me back and you found that on your own not with her no I found it on my yeah I found it on my own and um <clears throat> she was gonna go out there because what she was doing was when she went out there to the apartments 
she would go view the apartment for me and send me videos. So she mm-hmm. would walk through the apartment and send me videos, which was so helpful. Um, so this time she couldn't do it because the building manager requested that I come in myself, me and anybody who else is going to be on the lease. And um, I don't know if it may be a security purpose. And also because a lot of people are scamming during this time. So she couldn't do it for me. But when I tell you she was so helpful, she was so fast. She was like, okay, you need to send me send me this info, 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 info. You know, she was literally on it. Um, and I just want to shout her out. And y'all need to look... Listen, she in California. So she's a realtor and a makeup artist. So she does. She quit makeup to do. Oh, to do real estate. Nah, I ain't mm-hmm. mad at that. Nah. Yeah. So she literally is one of the top sellers um, under the Keller Williams brand. Okay. Period. About my first property through Keller Williams. Period. Um, so she, yeah. So she's also on the Robert and Christie real estate team, which is. Um, also a company in California. But if you guys are looking for a home, I'm sure she can help you find one outside of California, but I know California would be easier for her because that's where she lives. But um, Yeah, usually they're certified per state, but they can connect you with somebody in your, uh, wherever you want to, uh, you know, yeah. live. So check her out. Her Instagram is Robin Chanel is R-O-B-I-N-S-H-A-N-A-E-L. And we're going to have that in the episode now. So you can just click it and check her out. Follow her. She might still have some makeup um, pictures up. I don't see any myself. I'm looking. Oh, no. She took it down. But she, yeah. That's going to be you. You're going to get into the real estate. Look at you. Makeup artist turned real estate agent. No, I don't, I don't got the time. Now you may you might make a little little bit faster money. I don't know. Real estate can cut the check, and you can do a little less work. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how, so you so you got approved for your apartment. How are you feeling? Oh, yeah. So um, I was really getting discouraged. Like this past week or two weeks, I've been extremely busy, so I haven't had any time to do something, do anything, and I was getting discouraged because of that. So you know, she was helping me, but she needed certain things from me. And I couldn't do it right then because I was working or I was on a plane or I was moving around and it was just really frustrating me. And I'm like, you know what? She sent me some places and I got denied and I felt like it was because I didn't send her the right documents at the right time. But lo and behold, the original law place hit me back. And, you know, they said that they filled the unit that I wanted, but they had more open. And within a day and a half, I got approved. So... I was shocked. Like, I literally was pissed off when I got the, the email. I was mad. I was contemplating a lot of things that I cannot talk about on. Um, you don't said a lot of a lot of things on here. You must have been ready to do something about that. Yeah. And it wasn't nothing like suicide or nothing. Let me, let me just make oh, that. Oh, damn. I wouldn't even think it. I'm thinking the, up, the other way around. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't ready to do that. But I just... I was having a, a moment and I was having I a, a bad day that day. And it was the day of the VMAs and I had just finished working. I was sitting there just thinking I was irritated and then boom, email came through saying I got approved. I was, I just didn't know how to feel. Like I was like, wow. Like my search that is, is a, that's a good feeling when all that chaos is going on and then you get something like that, yeah. especially with the time crunch that's going on now. Yeah, like I, I have two more months in this apartment in Atlanta is perfect, you know, so I have time that I can move my stuff gradually. Um, so as of tomorrow, I'm going to just pack up all my collectibles inside of a suitcase and take it with me. 
um, that way I can clear a lot of space in my living room so I can start taking pictures of my furniture. So wait, take it with you. So you, so you about to have, so you already got the, you getting the keys tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm literally signing the lease and getting the keys. Tomorrow. Oh wow! Oh wow! Oh yeah, this is happening right now. I'm thinking because you know sometimes people can sign the lease, they get approved or whatever, and they have a future moving date. Like, oh know. no, ma'am, they say you got to come here within 72 hours or we're moving on. I said I'll be there. Wow. Say this. I said I can come on Thursday. I was gonna come. I was gonna go there today. But I end up getting um, booked for a job. And at this point, I'm literally taking every job somebody sends me. So if you need your makeup done, <laughs> whatever occasion it is, we're going to squeeze it in. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, I, I booked the flight literally on set today. For tomorrow, I'll come back on Saturday. But, um, yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Not you got two addresses. Yeah, for two months, I have two addresses. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm going to take my... um. I'm gonna take my collectibles out there in the suitcase and just leave them, so that yeah. way I can come, when I come back home I can just start taking pictures of the furniture that I'm selling. Um, didn't realize that I still had the box to my bed, so um, I think I'm gonna keep my bed because I really love my How bed. How you gonna transport it? I'm gonna put it in my car. So um, the rules for shipping a car you can actually store as much stuff you want yeah that's what people be doing past the window mm-hmm. they feel i've seen people do it past that um let me ask you this oh i saw a tiktok believe it or not. i love TikTok, y'all so you learn everything on there but they're um look on amazon for moving bags it's like huge duffels it might be easier to transport than boxes so that way if you let's say you fill your car up it's, it's it can flex a little bit more and you can kind of just stack them up and stuff like that yeah I'm a, I'll look on it, but I know for now. Pool, you got you not you live in California. That's what I'm saying. Now how, now how are you gonna do your client? Are you gonna take some time off from clients? Because how how are you gonna do that transition? Or are you just gonna be back and forth until you so, officially? I do work a lot out there. So as of now, what I'm gonna do is when I come home, I'm just gonna start the process of booking like my shipping, shipping my car there. Mm-hmm. Um, the la- I have up until November 17th to move out of this apartment. So, um, I got a lot of time, but also not a lot of time. Yeah, so, yeah, time ticking, and you work a lot of days, so it's like you yeah, make that's work. the part. Because this is my—I was telling Alicia earlier. This is my third day home. This whole month, I've been gone since September first, and this is my third day at home. So it's a lot, you know. So that's why I'm glad I got approved early, because it gives me time to move around. But what I'm gonna do is, since I am always in California, every time I'm booked out there, I'm just going to take three suitcases with me. Two for clothes and just dump it in my apartment and then I mean, come back. That sound about right. Jesus. So that way it'll take off some of the load. Yeah. yeah. Dang, Pooh. Okay. Dang. Okay. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. 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 11th flow. Overlooking the city. Period. And I mean it. Okay, cool. Well, I hope I hope you really like it when you see it in person. I really do too, honestly. That's the scary part because I'm going two thousand miles away to look at an apartment for the first time, and my fear is that it stinks, um, <laughs> like literally stinks. Like I have a problem with smells, like people's homes. As you should. If you get if you grew up in the hood, then you understand that 
buildings and apartments do have like smell sometimes. Mm-hmm. And one of my biggest fears is my apartment smell like roaches. Yeah, so I understand. No Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, and so that I need to smell it. I need to just look at it just to make sure that everything is what it is. Um, it's definitely a cute kitchen, so that way when I make my cooking videos, I don't have to keep cooking on an electric stove. Um, <laughs> that, that did make a big difference to me. So I was like, um, I need a cute stove for these videos because I can't be on um, making Here, gas me or don't ask me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then it's also a live workspace. Like the way that it's set up, I can set up a, um, a work area, but I doubt that I'll ever be doing makeup in my home unless it's going to be for YouTube. So that area that is quote unquote a workspace is going to be either a dining area or um, I'm going to make it like a YouTube kind of like area. For, yeah. To make okay. It. Well, I'll get an air mattress because when I come, I'm going to need somewhere to sleep. So um, I'm going to definitely have to get an air mattress for now just in case. Not an air mattress. I'm telling case. everybody. Just in case. Because when I get out there, I, pro- I don't know why, um, why I even got a hotel. I should have just not got a hotel. No, oh, instead just slept in your place. Yeah, but you want to be comfortable. Yeah, but I do want to be comfortable. That's why. Yeah, that's right. That's true. So I don't know. It's nice uh-huh. and all, but the first when you whenever when you move, ooh, I remember when I first moved here. I mean, it was nice to have everything moved, but I was it just wasn't enjoyable. And it's I had I should have had a housekeeper come and clean first instead of cleaning myself. It was so much dust because they had like renovated and everything. Oh, honey. Mm. Oh gosh. Well, yeah. I'm I'm very 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 nervous. Like this is weird actually. Cuz it don't yeah, even I mean, feel it's a real. It feel like I'm and I kept of course when you do stuff like this, I'm the type of person that think about every single thing that can go wrong. And it doesn't help when you have certain friends that do the same thing. So my friend <laughs> I'm trying to explain to her like what I'm doing and she's like, "Why would you go out there? This sounds like a scam." What? And I said, "What did you what do you mean?" I'm like, uh-huh. "These people it sounds like a skin. It's ultimately she doesn't want me to leave, which I get. But why would you put that thought in my head? Yeah, man. Why would you stop somebody from growing? That makes so weird. Crazy. Like I was so mad. I'm like, girl, what? it's okay. Starting a new life. <laughs> What's popping? <laughs> ha ha. How far start. is it from the airport? Um. So I am moving downtown LA, and the airport is in. What part of California? Don't know. Um, but <laughs> okay. But <clears throat> let me look it up. I'll tell you. Yeah. Um, that that's gonna be the only thing I hate about fucking California. I'm gonna on my own, I'm gonna try to book all my flights at Burbank at the Burbank airport because LAX is a zoo. Like that shit don't make no sense. Like it takes once you get to the airport, it takes the car or Uber or whatever about 45 minutes just to get to the door with Delta. Yeah, it's a lot. How stupid. Because of traffic, it just started being that way because it wasn't like that over the pandemic. But now that, you know, the city is opening back up, it's terrible. It's okay. You'll get over it. Terrible. Like, you got to get to the airport almost three hours early. Yeah. Well, you got pre-check now, so... Oh, let me check on that because I don't know if I got pre-check. I don't know how would I get denied for it, but I said the same thing about that apartment and they denied me upside down. Okay, so if we start driving now, we'll get there in a day. Okay, that's not too bad. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so what? what do you mean? It's 35 minutes to the airport, but there is 25 minutes of traffic. So it's about 15 minutes, but it's probably gonna always be traffic. So yeah. That's thing. Yeah, so the airport is closer to the coast and you're in the middle. You like you are really in the middle of oh dang, you right um right by the um what you call it? What's the what you call it? I'm just <laughs> I don't know nothing. Okay. Oh, okay. Let me see how far you was from the Joshua tree because I'm trying to go. That's far. Let's see. It still say that my application is in progress. Because you ain't showed up yet. What you mean? You ain't, you got to go down there. They they going to keep your jump pending until they uh see you a human. Oh, you got to go through the thing? I don't know. Oh, you saw my TSA. Oh, that. I don't know. It's I, I got my... St- I think I, I don't know how long it took me because I went through global, the global entry. You say I did it on. You will receive a letter from TSA requesting additional information if it's required. And this is the status as of 8 12 2021. Okay, that was two days ago. Okay. No, that was a, a month oh, August. Ago. Oh, yeah. check your mailbox pool. Maybe it's in there. Okay, well, I'll go down there and check. What? Anywho, let's move on so we don't take too much time. I'm sleeping. Um, okay, so let's get into shop talk. Hold on, let me tell you. Um, you want to go first? Oh, yeah. So we just had this conversation like a little minute ago about this weird shit that's going on in Atlanta with... Let me, let me not say weird because I don't want to offend anybody. I'm, I understand that this is a religion that I just really don't... I, I don't know anything about it. So, But the practices are very extreme, in my opinion. Um, I will say that Christian Christians, you know, even though they drink their little um, grape juice and call it wine uh, of the blood of Jesus, it ain't, it ain't as extreme as cutting off goat heads, okay? I don't know what this is, what is happening. Um, so, recently, um, me and Alicia realized that it's becoming more popular to join this religion and it's, if I'm not mistaken, it's called Ifa. I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea how to pronounce it. I'm, I'm actually afraid to say it on record, so I'm just going to chill. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> no, up, I thought it was referred to as IFA, but obviously that, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Either, anywho, either way, however you pronounce it, that's the religion. Um, and it is practice where we say it was like a yeah I, you know and if, if y'all correct me if I'm wrong but if I'm not mistaken it is it is it's an African religion but they they practice it heavily in Cuba but I think it is by African people yeah, yeah. now I know that this is really you know I know that this is definitely a thing because um a lot of African people who um a lot of african people in africa they have goats and things like that as pets not pets but they keep them and they eat they eat from it yeah yeah people drink goat milk and eat goat um i don't know what they eat but yeah so i'm not honestly i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not really familiar or savvy with the religion but i know that there are some practices that um are not like viewed necessarily as normal and so are you talking about the article the news article yeah, so that that part because I knew it was a thing, and I follow a few people who um, follow that religion. But anytime they post anything about like killing chickens and or sacrificing chickens or whatever, 
um I always just kind of I don't follow them and it's just because it's, it's kind of uncomfortable to see it, you know it is and so it's this one guy who I follow um I don't even know him but I follow him just because it's I just want to know like I'm very curious about it and I just be watching his stuff he's from Atlanta he hang out with a lot of rappers and I I haven't heard about the religion until um future apparently future that's what future and he's haitian so maybe it's just common in that region honestly i don't oh, know he is haitian mm-hmm. yeah because that that's a, a lot of haitians do that that is so crazy i never knew he was haitian yeah so you know, these folks doing this and following this and they don't even really you know this yeah i have definitely seen people start to adopt it more widely but i think the things that i, I mean maybe we, if we know somebody if somebody's listening who could provide more insight you know clear the ignorance but you know i was reading a, i was sharing with drake an article about there have been a lot of headless goats found in the chattahoochee river and i know that that may be a part of the religious practice but i just don't I, I'm curious to know, like, what, like, what if they never get the ghosts out the lake? I mean, out the river, and it's just like hundreds of ghosts. Like, is that supposed to be normal? I don't. I genuinely don't understand. And then there's they, like a. They said it was hundreds of goat heads. Yeah, and, and I just do. can't imagine being like walking down the street, walking alone. I was just at the Chattahoochee like two days ago. Imagine just walking my dog, and it's a goat head. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, obviously that would like create bacteria. It's just a lot of things people do, like um, shoot the hooch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they do like kayak and stuff like that and that water. don't get me wrong all bodies of water are filthy i get it but i genuinely don't understand that and i also um there's a waterfall off cascade where they leave like watermelon and other fruit like gifts for the ancestors but like the they don't it doesn't actually get eaten you know what i'm saying and i understand that that is a part like you know how in, in christianity they might say like i dedicate my soul or my blood or just things like that like it signifies something else but then at the same time it's like now there's a lot of bugs and there's a lot of fruit just hanging around and somebody has to come and clean it up so i just and not that i don't i just don't understand i want to understand like the significance and i do respect people's choice to practice certain religions but as somebody who has been raised as a christian when i see stuff like that i'm like you know you harming animals you are you know making food creating waste in this area that is you know in a part of a neighborhood i just don't i don't understand it yeah and there's also health reasons too you know what i'm saying uh animals carry a lot of diseases and mm-hmm. i was re- looking at that article that you sent and it was just a guy on the river and he was in a boat and he had the news people with him and it was just goat heads just literally all over the and they were showing it like it was like floating. I didn't look at the video. It was like floating goat bodies, and then like people who live in the neighborhood, they were recording from like their kitchen. People like going out there and actual actually dumping the goats, and goats are heavy. I so bet. the way that they hit the water, it sounded crazy as hell. And they said they Ooh, hear that. Shit. But I had a praying grandmother. Oh. <laughs> sorry they said they hear that all night like yeah that's and that's what i you know and i i don't i want i'm curious to know and i do have an old um co-worker who i believe practices religion the only reason why i'm assuming is because she was she dressed in white for a long time like more than a year she had like a ceremony to crown her like a priestess and things like that um but i don't really commune i don't really i don't know if we've been connected on social media but you know she didn't she didn't like show any behaviors like in, in like day-to-day life but i know that you know, I don't know. Honestly, truly, I want to, I, I do want to understand. And I'm, I'm sure p- the way we are thinking are the same way that people think about Christianity and so many other religions. But I do kind of 
water about the environmental impact honestly yeah that's what the that's what the news people were saying you know they were trying to be respectful because they were like they assumed that they were doing it for religious purposes which you know they were and they ended up going to miami because a lot of people in miami are haitians and they practice some of the same things so they had a priestess actually come on the news and explain why they did that and they were saying that um cutting off the gold heads and doing that symbolizes victory like you're celebrating something important in your life that happened um and i get that you know and i respect that i respect people's religion choices but the fact that the chattahoochee river is where y'all dump them and that is literally atlanta's source of water drinking water it's just weird and i i don't know if it's like purified oh my god yeah i would hope so but i drink um but yeah 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 yes you're right it's kind of like and and not just to mention that i mean people that's like a tourist attraction uh you know people like get, yeah i never shoot went to shoot the hoosh but i definitely i want to but i know it's been it was on my list i'm not doing it no more like yeah same what well, is a lot of human bodies have been recovered from that river so it's like i don't even want that water to touch me which means it could oh. possibly splash my mouth you know what i'm saying it's just too much so i'm gonna just walk the trails i go see the bamboo stick but i don't want to be in that water me and my dog is good honey i'm just gonna continue beating face with a rock okay good, good night all right so let's move on to the next topic um so you know i want to get these tweets accurate before i complain and get attacked by a fan base let's go let's go i'm ready to attack the barbs today because i know that's what you about to say and i and i love Nicki minaj but let me tell you something that was so and it was like she it was it was like she was trying to be anti-vax but then trying to fake be pro-vax after yeah and I'm, i don't attack anti-vaxxers but if you you need to just own up to it, like stand on two feet in your anti-vax. Don't try to straddle the fence just because it's uh that you feel like people aren't gonna like you. Yeah, okay. So this is what happened. I'm on I'm actually on her Twitter page for the first time in my life right now. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> so basically, and I and the reason why I want to make sure I get the tweet right is because part of the issue is that people are misquoting her, and that's fine. I want to, you know, I'm 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 big on credibility and um making sure <laughs> this y'all say Nicki Minaj won't get vaxxed says she's worried about swollen testicles <laughs> I mean she did say that she did say it okay so long story short y'all <laughs> Nicki Minaj cannot perform at the VMAs because she had COVID and um and I think she had to speak out and say it because people on Twitter was saying because this the venue was close to a Chuck E. Cheese yeah yeah Chuck E. Cheese and she, uh, her husband can't go. I'm slobbing. Okay, sorry, that's not funny. It is funny. Um, but basically, she was like, she caught COVID and she hasn't done the. She hasn't. Um, she said that she did. She couldn't go to the Met because they require vaccination. She said that she want to do more research on the vaccine and she's working on it now. Number one, I'm so tired of people saying that, sweetheart. Nicki Minaj included all y'all. The the fake and the real information is equally easily accessible, okay? Now, what research that you think, people in general, not just Nikki, what research do y'all think y'all credible of validating over what is, like, what, where, are, where are you going to look? Are you just going to Google COVID vaccine? You know, like, when people say they need to do their research, where are y'all, y'all be on the toilet on YouTube? Can you not? 
on accounts with dashikis. I'm just saying, it's like, it's getting, it's, I'm really sick and tired of this vaccine argument. I listen, if people don't want to get the vaccine, okay, cool. If people get the vaccine, okay, cool. All I ask me personally is people protect themselves, continue to wash your hands, sanitize um, surfaces, wear a mask. If you could, at the least you can do, do those non-invasive things to minimize the spread of COVID-19 because the problem is because people are not vaccinated, people who are, who are catching the vaccine are, it's mutated. And yes, we know that people People can get it with the shot. You can still get vaccine. It was never intended to be a cure. It was intended to slow down the spread, to minimize harsh symptoms and avoid mutations like we're having now. So, you, you know, there's a reason why people don't know what chickenpox is and measles and all this other stuff because of vaccine. I remember you tweeted the other day, you went and got your shot records. You had nine vaccines. Like we all do. We all do. And I, yeah, and, I know I was, that people- and people still try to argue with me about that. Somebody said, well, I only had six. So what? And I'm so like, what? girl, you, you have-, have a vaccine because there was a spread of something that they needed to eradicate. I truly do understand people feeling like, you know, we don't know the long-term effects because we don't. We actually don't know what could happen to people who got the COVID vaccine six, seven, eight, nine years. But we do see what's happening to people who got COVID, the yeah. virus. And so yeah. I know that people are not happy about Biden um, executing this mandate for people to require, like my, my job, my job is firing people on October 17th who don't have a vaccine. Oh, that's clear real. As clear as day. They're saying, they said this before Biden said anything. This was, people was outside my, my job protesting. And I get it. I get, I hear y'all, but what other ideas do y'all have? That's all I ask. What other suggestions do we have to slow? And I don't do not want to make this podcast about no COVID podcast. We don't talk about COVID all year, two years, whatever. But I genuinely don't understand what people think is going to be the resolution for this. Yeah. Y'all want the government to do something and the government is doing something. You know what I'm saying? People, it's people who've been working on the front line this whole time, risking their life. And so, you know, why wouldn't you want them to be protected? And, and, and my job is allowing religious um exemption consideration and not guaranteeing it now i don't know how they could get away with denying somebody for religious you know practice or whatever but that's between them because i submitted my vaccine card um but yeah people are talking about oh they're taking our freedoms away i'm like baby we black <laughs> you know, i'm not even trying to be funny but it's Far. like you, you were i had uh, and i, and I want to make this as short as possible but when people like people are really like us, someone that I know, I'm not going to name them, but they, they made a, they did a poll on on Instagram asking, how do we feel about our rights being taken away from having to produce a piece of paper to prove that we have a shot? Sweetheart, that's how you got in college. That's how you got in grade school. And yes, people can get exemptions. So why don't you look into that instead of going out here talking about it, taking your rights away? Your right mm-hmm. to live is what you get. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just crazy. And I hate that they find these one, two, three cases of people who have gotten COVID with not, and there are obviously a lot of people who have still gotten COVID with the um vaccine. But if, if y'all did your research, you would know that the antibodies do not last forever. They do go away, which is why they're introducing boosters. Also, um, people, there are people who contracted COVID while, while trying to get the second shot or while trying to get the first shot or because they've been exposed to COVID so much or because COVID has mutated, the vaccine can only work so much because it doesn't even know what this new thing is. It's like, obviously people can get it. You know what I'm saying? That They never denied that from day one. They said that. So it's just so crazy to me that like people keep saying, like even somebody told Nikki, like you don't get the symptoms. Now the person was wrong. People are getting the same symptoms, but that doesn't mean it's anyway. All right, whatever. Long story short, she made a tweet about her cousin who had a friend. Let's go. 
who got who got the vaccine and their testicles enlarged before their wedding day. Now I don't believe that. Now that's not I believe somebody's testicles can enlarge, but they have nothing to do with the gut nerve vaccine. Then on, on the fact that you use your platform to even say that and you don't even know this person personally, is just so it's just so irresponsible, man. And this is why I miss the days where celebrities did not have this kind of access because I just feel like Yes, this may be your, your views, but you just need to think about the impact of you saying something like this is obviously a very serious time. And I'm not expecting Nikki to be some vaccine advocate, go get the shot, yada, yada, yada. But she was like kind of supporting these conspiracies. I'm like, okay, all right. And y'all know I, I've been very consistent, not a Nikki fan. I mean, every day I'd be like, see, see, <laughs> I'd be like, I just can't get into it. But all I'm saying, y'all, listen, just shut up. If you're going to get it, get it. If you're not, don't be mad when you kill your grandmama. Just pray for your mama who's going to be grieving. Anyways. Um, I don't, Nikki. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> Nikki didn't really bother me like that before. This situation just really annoyed me because the thing about people who are anti-vax, they don't really have a legit reason. Like if you talk, like Kay Michelle has a legit reason. Kay Michelle said that she can't get vaccinated because of the silicone that she still has on her body and she doesn't know how it reacts and i don't know if she, the doctor told her that or she just saying it off top a lot of people been saying that i'm just like you, you definitely didn't have fda approval for that um and then in the <clears throat> in the same breath Two people who, well, I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna just walk around like Nikki just been saying that she's been anti-vax this whole time. Yeah, because she did say that she would consider getting it to go on tour, apparently. I, I saw that song. Work. But um, she also has the shots. Her blood right. shots. So that's your real reason to say that. Same with Summer Walker. Same with Summer Walker is extremely anti-everything and she has, you know, some work done. But you value a, a, a round booty over antibodies yep <laughs> that's just how it is and it, it just doesn't make sense and it's a lot of people who i know that are doing this and they have um they either do pills which they don't know what have in it even prescription pills can be harmful sometimes mm-hmm. if you use them in the right the wrong way or if your body re- reacts to them differently but you have no problem swallowing those um ain't no telling and most of the time when people take perks and all those other things, those are street pills. Meaning Listen, that that's what I'm saying. And it's not, and not even to say there's an equivalency necessarily, but don't be talking about you don't know what's in it and the government trying to get us. Who? Show us. Because I you tell people drugs. I voluntarily tell people I got the vaccine. Be Let me be your, 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 your guinea pig. Watch me. Watch my actions. Okay. <laughs> you know, even if I end up catching COVID or whatever the case is, I know for sure that I did at least contribute my part to make sure I don't have any harsh experiences and, and possibly mutated. But I'm just like, please listen, y'all. Please, please just stop. Just stop. And that's what I hate with social media because people actually are not doing research. They're going on Twitter and they're reading these threads from people that's got a number seven next to their name to make it look like they got a verified check. <laughs> or people who um who think they doubt the CV number two. Oh, they're like, oh, just eat your fruits and vegetables and your um and your sea moss. Why are you want doing that before? And y'all, if y'all eating fruits and vegetables from the store, you ain't helping much. Them not organic. <laughs> like them, it's not. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, on the same breath, um, Chris Brown just tweeted. He said, "Y'all happy with Biden because um, WTF? Serious question. What exactly do y'all expect from the president? Serious. That's a serious question. Serious question." 
Um, I don't expect nothing. I mean, he, you know, he don't gave a lot of money to a lot of scammers. He actually yeah. doing something about this about this pandemic. What is it? And and as Chris Brown, as an extremely rich person, what is it that you expected from him? And I, and I think for me, I really learned the serious responsibility of the president when Trump was in office because I saw all the things that was going wrong that I ain't like. And I, and I understood the branches of government and why the president does not have the ultimate power, even though he, he tried to enforce it. But I, when I see stuff like this, I, what is it that Biden has done to make you unhappy with him as a president? I, I, I genuinely want to know. I want to know. So Chris Brown, let us know. I don't know. Just like, um, just like celebrities don't think they should be taxed. Like people should tax the rich. Yeah, I agree. I feel like everybody should have. First of all, yeah, I I really don't love how the lower class is the one that's really funding everything in this country. It's not fair, and I totally understand when people finally have access to a whole bunch of money, they want to keep it. But that's also not fair. You are contributing to so much in this country, and you are making so much money off the backs of those people who are paying taxes. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't, I don't, it's not fair. It's just not fair. But you know, that's what happens. People, um, I read a tweet. I wish I remember the words. Maybe I favorited it. Um, but it was, let me just try to find it right quick. Nope. All right. Anyway, so basically it was like Atlanta is supposed to be this black Mecca, but in reality, a lot of the black people that get a lot of money, they forget, they literally forget where they came from and they act like the people that oppress us. And so when people, people who got like, like when you say tax the rich, it's like, they don't even care about where they came from no more. It don't matter. Cause I'm not one of them. You know what I'm saying? It's like those kind of, they, they get that, that superior uh, mentality, but I agree. They definitely should be paying taxes. And there are ways to, to lessen the blow of taxes obviously but it's not fair to literally not pay tax that's not fair it's just not fair because you are making money here and you're giving nothing back in return besides instagram posts and songs to play in the car that i had to pay taxes on so you finna fight them <laughs> no i got i pay taxes i mean i listen i got a business i take advantage of business opportunities but i will not be i'm not that i'm not no thief and if i have multiple minutes i get it that's a lot of money but you're not gonna be below the poverty line for paying taxes yeah just doesn't make sense <sighs> anyways all right let's move on to the next topic um do you have anything else for shop talk um not okay. honey. all right so i i came up with something while we was talking about what we should talk about so um this actually is was ironically discussed on another podcast i was listening to but in the spirit of you moving i just want to talk about like our first experiences moving out like maybe we have tips for people that's getting their own place or even relocating and maybe some things that you learn like living like moving out so first i'm gonna ask you when did you first like officially move alone like by yourself without Uh, a roommate so um, on a previous episode, I talked about how I went from sleeping in a closet to living with my aunt, um, which is crazy because today is is the day that she passed last year from COVID. Mm. Um, it's been one year, but she let me stay with her. And then um, I would say it was maybe 2009. I don't know. I just I I was like, you know what? It's time for me to get an apartment. And 2009. I'm sorry, I'm lying. This was in 2012. <laughs> I'm like, dang, where was it? This was you know, technically I know when we went to Barter, like we had student housing. I mean, to me, that was moving out, but it really wasn't a place no. of my own. I didn't have to put much effort into doing that. No, I live with Graduasia and all them other hoes. 
Um, <laughs> so my first experience moving out was uh, moving out of my aunt's house and I moved into a two bedroom apartment in Sandy Springs and my rent was $730, two bedroom, two full bathroom. And let me tell you something to this day, that is the hugest apartment that I've ever had. It actually was bigger than the, the house that I moved into in Hateville. It was bigger than that. Oh, my God. $730. I remember when I was working at Ikea, I wanted to get an apartment in Sandy Springs. They had a one-bedroom for under $500. I, I should have... Oh, my God. I hate I never got that apartment. Sandy Springs was that jam, but let me tell you something. When they went up, they went up. Oh, all the way up. <laughs> they went up. And when I first moved in that apartment, it was nice. I hated the outside of it because it was so old. The inside was so decent, though. The inside was so decent. And our neighbors had roaches. Yeah, over there, there's a lot of roaches, a lot of kids. So I had to um, see growing up in the hood, my mama knew how to do how to get rid of roaches in one day. <laughs> yeah, you gotta so, put, you gotta make a bomb. You gotta so bomb you the place. Have the, um, the little white boric acid. Boric acid, yeah, that's what it was. She put the boric acid, even though it's the stank. Mm-hmm. But the boric acid, she would get the pest control to come. Um, she would put, she would just get rid of them. Like I, we moved into an apartment. She would do that even if she didn't see a roach. She didn't want to see one, so she would do that before. I, I had well, boric acid had them them roaches that look at albino. They be covered in powder. Darn cokeheads, clean it up, cokehead. But um, I moved in an apartment with my boyfriend at the time. That was my first apartment. About a six month, he was out of there. Yeah, same here. Well, eighth month. <laughs> <laughs> About a six month. We moved in. We moved in, I think, in like August. And by January, he was gone. Yeah. How like how did you, when you found an apartment, was it based on the price, on the rent, or the area? Like, how did you determine it? Yeah, I had ended up going online and I, I didn't know how much rent was supposed to be, but I also didn't want to pay too, too much. So I, I just looked online and just was, I actually went to um, ProMove. That's how I found it. Oh my God. I think I went through ProMove because of you, but they end up not being helpful. Man. I went to ProMove and, and, I, and I got it and then I just pulled up on them and they was, you know, they allowed me to move in. Now, what's crazy is I've never gotten an apartment by using check stubs. I've always had to use my bank statements, always. Now, what Even when I moved to the crossing. No, I was just saying, like, no, the crossing, I made my own check stubs. Okay, cool, got it. Um, so, was, <laughs> now, was the crossing your first time having your own? You didn't have a roommate over there, did you? I didn't have a roommate in um, St. Springs. <laughs> I was the only one paying rent. What's the roommate? I, I, who's roommating? This mile. This my dad house. What did you have in your apartment? Did you have furniture and stuff? Baby, let me tell you something. I don't believe in no furniture. I fully furnished my home. My apartment. Now, I invited people over and had a party before I got fur- um, furniture. But then next week, I had a dresser a nightstand, a bed, a couch, coffee table, TVs, TV stand, side chairs. Only thing I didn't have was dining room furniture because that's what I did makeup at. Period. Okay. And then I moved that same furniture to the crossing. So I had furniture. 
And it was nice furniture. I ain't had a cheap IKEA couch. I had like eight hundred dollar one. <laughs> That's I feel yeah I I understand. Well, I got all my stuff back, from then, back then that was more than my rent. So that one that was oh not... true true true. I do remember thinking that furniture was more than my mortgage or rent. Yeah, so I'm like you know um I had a heavy duty leather couch from IKEA. It was salty so sturdy. Oh wow, I missed that apartment. Now, let me tell you something. Some fun times happened over there. I ain't never get to go over there. I guess you wasn't you wasn't effing with me. You had found your gay tribe. Y'all never um y'all never used to want to come up like far. Who's y'all? My friends. Like my I just ain't had no car probably. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> No, I had a car. I had to have I don't a car. Know what back. happened at the crossing? Nobody came and visited me at the crossing. That was short lived because I got evicted. <laughs> well, at, at that time I thought that was far, so everybody did like and it's not it's literally not to this day like my sister my sister never came to the crossing she came to the one in sandy springs i don't think she ever came to the crossing before nobody really came over there and that was a night i loved that apartment me like, too I, let man. me tell you something so how okay so how long after the sandy springs did you move to mary to um the crossings 13 months after. Oh, okay, so that was back to back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, how like how did you feel? Like, I guess, because for me, so my first apartment was the Crossings also, thanks to you, but we just, you know, for those listening, we didn't live there at the same time, because he had got evicted. And when I dropped his name in the Lisa office, they definitely was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> they were like, oh, okay, cool. Now they probably thinking I'm the one who ain't going to be paying rent. But, um, <laughs> but okay, so for me, <laughs> I when I first moved out, I did get an apartment with my boyfriend at the time. Um, you know, I had graduated from college. I got my key. I said this all the time. I got my key the same day I graduated from college, was ready to go. But uh for furniture wise, so I do remember when I got the apartment, I, I had got this this advice from my old coworker. She was always like, if you ever get a situation where you roommate and with somebody, always make sure you pick a place where you can afford the rent by yourself if something goes wrong. And I never forgot that because I, I was like, you know, that's a genius idea. So that's what I did with that apartment. And my one bedroom was 675. Which was crazy thinking back because it's literally probably triple that now over there. Mm -hmm. But to me, Marietta was the ultimate come up. Like I felt like I, it was, I find, yeah, I didn't move out the hood until 2014. That was my first time living outside the hood ever. So to me, this was the nicest. I never seen anything this nice. And I, and I have in pictures. Yeah. But, you know, as far as living, like, I'm like, wow, I live in Marietta. And now but I would it, never. First of all, gated community. Gated community. Tap card. I thought that when you have a tap card, you was the T. <laughs> because if you're on Camerson Road, them apartments don't have gates to come in. And now you just rock, drive through. Well, the temp got gates. Yeah. And they also have a um a security guard in front. <laughs> and after court got a security guard in the front. And the bullets still come through there so i had never even been like to me it was just like i made it i really felt like i always say i, re I removed myself from poverty because that's a fact that's exactly what i did but i just couldn't believe it now i wouldn't move there now i mean i would if i had to but i wouldn't choose to live over there because my life has changed a lot since then as well but anyway i just think that i was just so happy to like i don't know i was just it was listen <laughs> you don't understand I feel I know exactly what you mean. Just imagine me coming from sleeping in a closet. <laughs> Alicia. <laughs> a hallway closet at that. Now was your it apartment was, at the crosses a two-bedroom or a one-bedroom? It was a one. 
One bear. Okay, mine was too. Yeah, so I think I'm trying to think of where my original furniture came from. I feel like this is because I had this is what happened. I had got um I had went to the IKEA as is section that came up on a sectional for like two something. It was a sectional that turned into a bed. Then I had got a love seat, which I still have right now for a hundred dollars. So that was my furniture. And then I had a coworker who I worked with, and he had relocated to Atlanta for like not even a year and had to go back to the corporate to another office another city and he had a mattress that he gave me for free and I literally still have it I swear to god and I that was my first mattress now I know that looking back I probably wouldn't have accepted a mattress for somebody but times was very hard y'all I came from poverty (laughs) but I I literally still have that match I just did a, a deep clean the other day I swear to god um, but yeah, so that was my first apartment. I stayed with my ex and um, things didn't work out. So eight months in, he did um, find a new place to live. Um, but <laughs> I'm sure to say that with a straight face. Uh, but, you know, but after he moved out, that was my first time truly living alone. And right then I knew I found myself. I said, oh, this is the life for me. Nobody yeah. in my house. Yeah, that was the same for me. Um I got the full experience in the crossing because I had a one bedroom. I know that sounds crazy, but since I had already spent half of the lease with him, um, you know, once he left, it was like my friends were over all the time because I was newly single. Um, Period. Or here, or there? No, oh, I actually God. got in a relationship not long after that. I started dating somebody else, and we dated for a long time. Actually, we dated for like a year that's a long time yeah okay i mean not yeah that's a long time but um especially in in my community that's a long sorry um yeah we dated for like a year and then i moved into my the crossing and i was single the crossing for that to be such a short Never mind. I ain't gonna get into that. But um, somebody ain't doing the math right. Yeah, and I felt good too because right. And, and another reason why I count the crossing as my first apartment on my own is because I had just got a car right before moving in. I probably got my car maybe two weeks before. And back then, I was so big on getting revenge um, that my because my ex he was a very lazy person like he would not leave the house to go look for a job and he would lie and say he did but it got but he got rained on like he would just make up all sorts of excuses and so he blamed it on me that he couldn't find a job because i didn't have a car (laughs) and he didn't either for here for him to get around I think that was the sign because he had never exposed that side of him before. But once he said that, I was like, yeah, we had a similar situation on my side. This boy told me that, um, that it was his fault that I didn't, that it was his fault. I didn't have a job because why am I this old and don't know how to drive and why don't I have a car? Oh, wow. So when he moved out, I said, you know what? I'm going to get me a car. And it took me a while. It took me like two or three months to commit to the idea of me having a car. So um, the day that I finally did it, let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you how this this go off. Now, I took driver's ed in high high school, so I knew how to drive. I just had a bad experience at a young age. I I drove this boy grandma car 
I like this boy. You wanted to chill with him. He was hungry. He was like, I'm gonna buy us some food. He wanted Waffle House. I didn't eat Waffle House at the time. I ate McDonald's. I was trash. I don't know what was that about. But we he went in Waffle House and I kind of had an attitude because he was like, oh, who doesn't eat Waffle House? You know, he was doing that. So as we're trying to argue, I pressed the gas and I had a, the car in reverse and I crashed somebody's car at the Waffle <gasps> House in his grandma's car while she was out of town. What? I ain't know this story now. You've been revealing yourself. You know how sometimes you just have to let time pass before you talk tell people about stuff. But that was oh my, my god, that was a really terrifying experience. So instead of me stopping, I sped off because I didn't have a license. I didn't even have a permit. Dang. So I hit somebody's car, and I just sped off and I drove to back to his house. When we got to his house, his grandma's car didn't have a scratch on. Oh, it. period, period. It didn't have a scratch, but that car that I hit, dang, what she drove us? A, 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 a it was an older car. It wasn't even a big car. That's the Them thing. Ones. But that damn car, I mean, I had broke the tail light real bad. Like they on their car, it crunched up. Like yeah, it was bad. So and they was that, inside I, Waffle House, and he did a hit and run. Yep. And I didn't even want to drive a car after that because I'm like, this yeah, is... Yeah, I feel you. Well, you know, the first week I got my car, I'd side-swipe the car down the street from me. Ooh, yeah. That was embarrassing. So, I ended up uh, paying for driving school. The driving school was... Um, they they taught me for two days, and then the third day, they took me to take my driver's test. So, I was so advanced that they taught me one day the next day I went to take my driver's test, and the day after I got my driver's um, license, I got a car. So within three days, I did all Me this. Me too. Yeah. You know, I did the same thing. I went and got my car that same week, got my test, my license that same. Because I, listen, it got to the point where I was so anxious on the bus, on the train, I couldn't take it no more. And then I had a really weird experience. This guy was like flicking his life while staring at me. I got off at the wrong station on purpose because I had to get away from him. I, I oh, that was, I still think about it to this day. I'm getting chills. <laughs> I ain't never know that. Yeah, so, okay. I was on the train. I can't remember where I was going. I must have been going to work or school or something, but it was this guy. He kept flicking his knife. I, I don't know. I think I, got, I think I got on the train at the West End, and at this point, I think I had a car, but I was parking at the train station. I really don't remember. So, because he was looking at me, I was like, are you good? And he was like, I'm just fine. And he kept flicking the life. When I tell you, when that train got the Garnet, baby, I got off. I got off and I was so scared because I felt like if I got up, he was going to come behind me and like, yeah. because there was, it was people on the train, but it wasn't enough for them to be able to be like, they, they, nobody probably had no clue what was going on, but yes, it scared me so bad. That was the last day I took the train. I was like, this is it, Alicia. You can't, you just need to drive the way you got to go. Cause I was scared to get on the highway. I was just learning how to drive. Let me tell you something. My mama had a, a, a bad experience on the train like that and it made her get a car. She said that some dude exposed himself to her on the train. Oh, you know, that don't happen to me so many times on the train. So many times on the train, at the train station. Oh, my God. Yeah, Marta is a weird place. Yeah. I think any public transit is weird. Yeah, for sure. But that southbound train ain't nothing to mess with. (laughs) I feel bad for anybody that got a ride from the airport to the end of the (laughs) maybe. Hold on now, because the Westbound is, is just as bad. It is, but the whole thing bad. It don't start, it don't get good. It's just bad. <laughs> Damn. The best station on that whole line is Georgia State. <laughs> yeah. 
No, is Georgia, Georgia State is on Eastbound. You mean I'm talking the, about left or right? I'm talking about east to west. Okay. Yeah. You, <laughs> and going west, make it. Wait, do we get Elite Train Station? You know what I'm saying? And Ooh. Avalon, Avalon might be decent, but you got to go to the other ones. But when it comes north to south, airport is nice. College Park decent. East Point, all right. Now we getting a little sketchy. See, when I lived on the east side of school, once you get past the Cater Train Station, you good. Exactly. And why should it take all that? <laughs> once you get past, it's like East Lake, Decatur, um, Avondale, and then Kensington. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Now, Kensington ain't too terrible, but it is, you know. Yeah. And then Indian Creek. Indian Creek was the best one on the line. So anyway, yeah. okay, cool. Back to this apartment thing. So now how... Oh, sorry. I'm just, I just had a, uh, a vision. A brain fart? Oh, you raving? What kind of glasses them is? Ferragamo. I seen the side. I ain't getting too. Okay. And they transitions. They transitions. Hide, hide your people. She got money, y'all. Period. I'm rich. Just kidding. Um, Somebody, never mind. All right. So now, like, okay, when it, when it comes, I can't even talk straight. Were there any issues that you discovered, like, while living alone? Like, was there some stuff? That, like, because you know what? People be saying, like, adults in this ghetto, but I ain't never felt like that. Yeah, I'm, so here's the thing. I think it's because of how I grew up. Um, now, I had good experiences in the household of my mom, but once once she passed and I had to just l- really live in the world and see how ghetto shit is, I think that I've never had an issue with paying rent because, or just paying my bills in that sense because at the end of the day, I know people be like, oh, paying rent is ghetto, do this is so, adults in this ghetto, but I literally pay for peace. Like I pay to That's be exactly able to walk how around. I look at it. I walk, I pay to walk around in my underwear if I want to. I pay to listen to my music loud. I pay to shower with the door open. Little stuff like that makes me feel comfortable. Like this is the first apartment out of all the apartments that I ever had in life where I'm comfortable enough to sleep with the door open. No, I've never slept. You sleep with your door closed still? Both of them. I got two doors in my bedroom. And they both be closed with a lock. I literally sleep with my door open now. Like, I don't have an issue with that no more. Like, I used to do it. But I pay to just be comfortable. Like, if I don't feel like washing the dishes right then, I don't want to wash them. I'll wash them later. <laughs> yeah. It's little stuff like that. Like, just being able to wash clothes at 4 a.m. without waking people up. Be, yep. be, be oh, yeah, because you had roommates at your last place. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, for me, I also look at it as paying for peace. Like, I don't want to live with nobody, y'all. I do want to get married one day, but we already know I'm gonna need two houses with a bridge. Um, but <laughs> I just, like you said, like when I come home, I want things to be how I left it. I don't want to be mad at somebody for leaving something out or for not washing the dishes or for not having a portion of the rent or the bills or being late because I'm not splitting nothing with nobody ever again in my life. And that's on Mary had an apartment, a house, condo, and a loft. Um, <laughs> but some, because I am a very clean person, y'all, like my house really be looking like when you go into a fresh hotel room, like my stuff always be on point. That's a little rough this week. Cause I got things to do, but, um, but I really am very anal about dishes being clean, walls being clean, floors being clean, things being nice. And there are some people who are very careless when it comes to that. Like they'll let, let me tell you, I'm just going to share a situation. One time I was living with someone, we're just going to say that. And I got tired of washing all the dishes. Okay. Cause it was not my dishes that was being made. And this person 
like y'all oh my god i'm disgusted there were maggots okay on the on the sink cloth okay now how long do you think a, a rag gotta be stinking dirty and wet for maggots to form oh disgusting and it's like people have their dirty ways and you can see it beforehand, but you think like, oh, okay, maybe they've just been busy. But when you live with people for real, for real, you get to see a whole different side. People be on Instagram on these swaggy outfits, cool filters, and they house be disgusting. You see that video that guy posted or that girl? Don't get me wrong. He was wrong too. But um, basically her house was filthy. But he talking about he quit his job to live with her. That was his stupid fault. He probably was using her. But either way, he still hit in her house looking filthy. But anyway, people houses be disgusting. And you you see them and you don't even, you wouldn't even know how they living for real. And not that it's my business, but things like that are necessary to know when you living with somebody. So anyway, like you said, you pay for convenience. Like for me, I never care. How much is the rent? How much is the mortgage? Like the amount that I pay on mortgage, I know for a fact people people is splitting it three ways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's not even to stunt, but to me, there is no amount too high for me. Now, yeah. there is. Yeah, that is but, true. But I'm just saying, like, I, I didn't think twice because I want to live how I want to live. And if I can afford it, I'm going to handle that. But Living with people is a whole different thing. I mean, I mean, even down to the parking space, bro. I want to park as close to my door as possible. I want, I just want everything done on time. I'm very organized. Everything it's just too much. Like, but anyway, I would say living. I I was always prepared to live alone. I think because I knew very early on in the single digit ages how my life was gonna be when I finally got up out of there. And um because we struggled with money so much, I already had a routine in my head about how biz was going to get paid and how business was going to be handled. So I've never, because my mom used to always say, don't be in a rush to be grown because life going to hit you like a pile of bricks. But life never hit me with a pile of bricks because <laughs> yeah. I had a plan. Um, and I know a lot of people struggle, but I have not, I've done, I did, I did all my struggling at, at, in my earlier life. Now I'm, I've done the work to not have to be in those positions. And it's not, to, I hate, I hate to feel like I'm bragging because I'm not trying to brag, but I'm just saying that I struggled so bad that I made sure that I never, ever, ever have to live like that again. So life has not hit me. Like it's not saying that I can't lose everything. I could lose my job. I could lose my, my home and all that. But I'm just saying that that would be a result of something else and not my misfortune of being irresponsible. Yeah. Um, I think that my last situation, which was a roommate situation, um, really made me realize how irresponsible I was. <laughs> so it really um, turned me into a responsible person. Now, now so I will I will say I'm not 100% responsible. I'm probably like 85. I still be doing some irresponsible things with my money sometimes, and I get frustrated with myself. But at the same time, I still ain't broke. <laughs> now, when you say irresponsible, though, is it what is? Are you not realizing you're doing something wrong, or you just don't care as much? Um, I think that what it is is that you know my job is very, is very you know I make my own schedule, and also it's per gig, mm -hmm. so it's not like I have a set day of like oh yeah I work this amount of hours and this is what I'm gonna get per week. Mm -hmm. So some. Some weeks it may be just a regular amount of money, and some weeks I'd be feeling like uh, Big Lotto LLC. <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, I'll be like, um, my Big Lotto weeks, I'll be like, you know, I definitely am in the process of moving or trying to move, so I need to put this over here. But then I'll be like, you know, 
I really want to update my wardrobe with some stuff. And you know, I just I just buy stuff. Like I have a now, whole is, it, is this a bad like because I feel like you should definitely treat yourself, but are you feeling like you're splurging too much? Um, I don't think that I'm splurging too much, but it's definitely starting to get uncomfortable. Um, just because I feel like I'm buying stuff that I normally wouldn't buy, but it's because I work hard. You know, I feel like at yes. some point in my life, I definitely, if I can afford it, I'm going to get it, you know, but that doesn't mean I have to have it all the time. You yeah, know? I agree. Yeah. And Cause I, I've, I've penny pinched for a very long time and last year or two, or I would say year and a half or being at home, I have been like buying things that are way more expensive than I would normally, but I'm like, it feels good though. It's like, why? I mean, at some point, like your savings only need to be so much and then you can invest and you can do that. But you, if you have things left over, then you should treat yourself. I mean, as long as you have yeah. a nice amount of your, like to me, I would like to, as long as I have at least a year of my bills saved, then anything else is extra. If I got my investments going out, they automatically draft and all the other let stuff. So, let me put my new bills in here and see if I got that in my savings. Hold on, let me calculate <laughs> Let's, I'm just going to do the rent dollar. Let me see. I count everything. I count utilities. I count everything. See, I don't know how much utilities going to be out there. I just make up a number, honey. I just do 45 for the lights, 45 for the gas, 30 for water, HOA. Okay, I got a year's worth in my account. Oh, period, honey. I got a year's worth. Um, now so, after the year's worth, right? But uh, within a year, you're gonna you're gonna listen. You got a car, you got a job. Yeah, that is true. So I just feel like um, <clears throat> I just been treating myself a lot more lately. But as of now, since the moving process is 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 here and it's real. I just have to really watch what I spend, especially yes, because I'm going to be paying two rents um, for two months. And yeah, it's a lot. And I have to move my stuff. Even though I am selling a lot of my stuff to, re, you know, to rebuy it when I get there. That's going to save me a lot of money. But um, with these jobs and I have a lot of jobs lined up, thank God. I'm just going to have to just put everything in my savings and just buy things that I need. Like at this point, I have enough clothes. I have coats, you know, just in case they get cold. No, you know, they ain't have, I have comfortable shoes, sneakers, boots. I have dress shoes. I'm fine. So I need to just stick to what I got. I um I did a purge of my closet maybe like a month and a half ago. That also, that's also another reason why I started buying stuff because I got rid of a lot of my clothes. And so I was like, hmm. I guess I can, and I sold them. So I made money from it, but I'm like, you know, I need to get some more stuff. So I've been just buying stuff to redo it. But I mean, honestly, I'm not doing nothing. I'm not going nowhere for real, but work. So I can, I need to just stop buying stuff and just prepare for this move. Hopefully um, my goal with this move though is, and I've said this before, is to just create better habits for me. I think that ultimately I love Atlanta. This is home. I feel like it's no place in the United States, like Atlanta, like you cannot get this experience nowhere else. Like, and, and I truly believe that, but in the same breath for me, I feel like since it's just a place that I've been, um, my whole life, it just feels like I've been running in the same four corners. So I feel like me moving is going to be a fresh start for me. Um, I get to start over in a sense of me really loving my job again and it's not like I don't love it I just think now I've come to a point where I'm looking at it as 
a payment type thing. Like I'm just doing it to get paid. Yeah. And I, I never wanted to get to that point. And I, I still love what I do and I'm still passionate about what I do. But it's so hard for me to do that when I'm in a in a space where I'm not being respected for my work and my yeah. worth. And so I just, you know, I've just kind of grown numb because at this point, it's just like I'm just doing this to get money and I have to chastise people about certain things. And when I go out there, people do not do that to me. Not saying that it won't happen, but it hasn't happened. And I've been. It's more refreshing, I'm sure. Yeah. And it's, it's more refreshing. It's a new environment. Um it's more reasons for me to be healthy because I'm not slapped with wing places and Zaxby's all over the place. You're going to lose so much weight. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to this move. I'm looking forward to just a change of scenery. I'm looking forward to meeting new people. I'm looking forward to meeting, having new clients, new experiences, new jobs. Um, And another thing, every time I move, inside of a new place i try to elevate it you know some sometimes i'm like you know i don't know if i can really afford this but every time i I feel like that i have never not paid my rent yeah it's like you you know what and sometimes it'd be like a two three hundred dollar difference for real for real i'm like oh my god it's gonna be a lot i gotta work a little harder and i ain't have to i ain't not paying my rent you know what i'm saying so um is that your your apartment does that mine huh that's your swamp setup going off yeah, it just started. Oh, okay. I thought it, I was like, is that mine? Okay. It's mine. But um Now yeah. what do you what about clientele? Because I know you've been working out there a lot, but how do you have a, a how do you acquire clients? I don't have I don't have clients, but thank God to social media because since I have such a um um I have a decent following. So in LA, it's not a lot of black artists that have followings and that can actually do makeup for black women for real in a way where it can be Talk worn ish. on TV and look right in photo shoots and stuff like that. So anytime I step down in LA and people know that I'm there for a little minute of time, they always spread the word. And I'm grateful for that because people really fuck with my work and they, you know, they believe in me. And I, w- I keep telling the same story of how I was in, LA for the BC Awards and I was there in my hotel room for 15 minutes before I got a call to do Megan Thee Stallion's makeup which I couldn't do because I was there booked for somebody else mm-hmm. but it's just a simple fact that I was the one they called and I don't even live there yeah yeah you know what I'm saying like yeah. at the time I, I wasn't even living there so just imagine if I were to live there just the opportunities that would open up because there's so many black people moving to LA and they don't have proper glam teams it's really weird. Like, like even um, SZA, SZA, um, her hairstylist works at Snob Life. And oh, wow. he went out there for her and he does her hair full time now. Now he has Summer Walker, Jasmine Sullivan, Ari mm. Lennon, Ooh, and SZA as clients. Oh, yeah, so that's going to be useful. More than he out here. It's just, it makes, that's why I'm like, honestly, this oh, is probably the best thing. You said to me do. doing Michelle Obama makeup. Yeah, I already do her um, doppelganger, Karen Silver. Nah, I ain't gonna say all that now. But uh, uh, <laughs> um, what else I was gonna say? Yeah, I want to come out there when I mean I want to help you move, but you know. Yeah, I, everybody keeps saying that I want to help you move. I'm like honestly, okay, but I get priority. You do, but I mean it won't be helping move. Y'all can come help put up furniture because it's not me nothing to move. Okay, I help you uh, open the door. 
I have a doorman. Oh, that mean y'all ain't got no parking. That'd be the trade off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not. Um, I was reading the thing today. I was like, oh, the parking. But I already, I already committed to my in my head to paying for parking passes. I got. So, I'm just Uber. Yeah, I mean it's cool. I have to drive anyway, so it's fine. Well, I'm definitely pulling up on my way to um uh, Korea somewhere. So. <laughs> Yeah, pull up, out, pull up on me. And I'll drop you back off of the airport in my car. Oh, no, you're not. That's going to be a long drive. Just let me take an Uber, child. <laughs> it's not. I do it all the time. Listen, you such a Californian. All right. Well, let's wrap this episode up. I'm happy for you. I think you should have been moved a long time ago, but you know, you can't press, you can't rush um, greatness. Clearly, yeah. you had other stuff that was waiting on you to confirm the move anyway. Yeah, I was. It, you, you're right. I will wane. Period. Okay, well, um, y'all, there may not be an episode next week. <laughs> yeah, and my schedule is just jam packed. I don't know if I'm gonna have time to find time to record another episode. I'm just gonna be Me honest too. with you. Both of us. I mean, y'all know we 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 are human. Both of us have work and lives outside of work. Um, so it may be a little break, and it's only because both of us are, are busy. I'm gonna, you know, let her enjoy her vacation. I have to do a lot of work um i'm probably not even gonna be in atlanta the rest of the month so yeah period mood same actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right y'all it's been another episode of od podcast holla at your girl and holla at your burl and curl baby and your cal oh um caitlin jenna gonna be your governor (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna build a wall around her house okay (laughs) (laughs) 